0: Round 1 DJ Dance Versus The Obstacles of Life Fight!
1: A thumbs up make sure y'all comment and let us know where y'all tuning in from the show get them to the metaverse is about to start are y'all ready yeah. come on make some noise put some fire emojis in the comment section it's about to be insane it's about to be insane oh here we go here we go let's yeah. go Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all know what time It's called Get em to the Metaverse. You gotta, gotta get, em get em
2: to, to the metaverse. metaverse. That's joy. That's hey, joy right all like, Hey, uh, y'all. It's me. It's Is me it right, right here. Let's go get
1: em to the Metaverse. You gotta, gotta get, em get em to, to the Metaverse. metaverse. Let's go. Woo. Hey, hey, hey. You know what, man? I'm feeling so wavy right now. Ladies and gentlemen, hey. I feel so good, but let's make sure, <laughs> let's make sure we cool with Joy Rain. How you doing, Joy Rain?
2: I am doing amazing. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Get Them to the Metaverse. We are so excited that you all decided to tune in and hang with us today. We have amazing guests, as you already know, and we are so excited to talk to them. But first, how are you doing, j 9
1: I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling real good, yeah, I'm feeling real good, yeah, because we about to have an awesome show now, yeah, we about to have an awesome show now, look man, y'all know how (laughs) we get down, man, the intro to get into the metaverse always got to be lit, because it's always a party in the metaverse, and it never stops, you know what I'm saying, but first of all, let's make sure we say this, welcome, to get them to the metaverse where our mission is to help you and help others make the extraordinary metaverse an ordinary part of life and we are your hosts of this amazing show and i'm super excited about today's show because
0: (laughs) it's gonna be incredible
1: Got joy, you know what I'm saying? Like I, 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 just feel good, man. I just feel good. Let's check in with the audience. We have sweaty nugget, JJ. I know what audience coming from saying first hey. in the building. We hey. appreciate you for coming in Welcome. first. Yes, indeed. El Michelle said, "We in here." That's right. Hey Virtual there, Steve Elle. said, "My first episode of this podcast ever." Ava, Ava, Skiva and Alex brought me. Here. thank you hey, so man, much Virgil for tuning Steve. in our fam show futuristic in the building hey y'all hey, what's bear. good what's good d is in the building as well with the hearts hey, hey we appreciate you we appreciate you infinity. That's right. We got to be hype all the way to infinity. You know what I'm talking about. And we got yes. Lisey in the building. Get him, get him to hey the metaverse. There, What's up, fam? We see you. And so- we have
2: to shout out Dame's live. I know
1: I saw him as Oh well. my goodness. Sure did. Yes, sir. So. Hey we ready to Dame. get him to the metaverse. One of the most yes. incredible uh, talk show host in Horizon World, so make sure if you ever yes. in Horizon Worlds that you take the time to go to Dane's Live on Friday. He just finished his last his uh, third season, I believe, and we will be going to uh, another one real soon. So, you ready to get into this week's breaking news, Joy? Let's go! Okay. Because we got a lot. We got, we got a lot to talk about, and I'm excited about getting right into it right now. Right? Okay. Alright. So... First of all, (laughs) I gotta say this because you know how we get down. I had to sneak one in here. Okay. All right, so. Meta just came out the blue today with, with some with some with some swag. I think they're kind of amping up for something, man. They, they trying to they trying I to like so steal the steam from others right now, you know. So Meta had announced that they've been working in a partnership with BMW on some really cool tech. Now there was some talk about this at CES and a few other um, trade shows lately about uh, automobiles and virtual reality XR devices, right? Yeah. And so the idea is is that you'll be able to use these devices while while you're in the car now i don't know about any of you who have ever tried to use the quest to Lord oh,
2: Jesus, I uh, know I
1: did. <laughs> look she was i remember she had to do like some type of event and she got she was riding home she got in the headset i said that she i was
2: not going to be late so i'm like i'm going to try and yeah get this one i'm sitting in the front seat jay dunn is driving i'm logging in i'm like okay i got my guardian everything is going on and then all of a sudden everything is like i'm like wait yeah. what I, I can't do it I mean, yeah, I tried. It's, but
1: yeah, I, I, it's a it's a lot. So <laughs> Meta is working with BMW now. I don't know if this is specifically going to be locked down to just. Uh, you know BMW I'm hoping that it's not and I, I'm certain it's not even something that's really technically supposed to be running quite yet on Quest 2 maybe even not Quest Pro maybe something that they're alluding to with Quest 3 Ooh. but just the technology that they're showing off is spatial anchors and being able yes. to have things anchored in the car and it looked, looked pretty legit now of course this is all fabricated all showing what could be possible uh, we don't know exactly what it looks like in yeah in allegedly form, allegedly but I'm excited about what's the potential here and you know Using VR in the car, I mean of course don't be driving. Don't drive. Pass through is pass is not good enough for that. Okay. Uh, you know, I now HTC and they. others yeah. and HTC if you want to sponsor us, uh, you know, count that their pass-through is pretty good, you know, but I don't think pass through is quite there yet. Maybe when Apple comes to the game, maybe they'll oh be my gosh. uh that maybe we'll be seeing something there. Now maybe some. Speaking of Apple, mm-hmm. speaking of Apple we got a we got a shout out from from palmer lucky the father of what we would say modern day vr headsets the rebirth of vr put out a tweet saying the apple headset is so good and i i I don't know i don't know if he's because he's a joker now you know he, he likes to be cryptic he likes to play a little bit so, I don't know. What, Joy, what you think about this? What, what you think about this?
2: I don't know. I'm having high expectations about the Apple headset. I mean, like I said, you can't rush perfection. That's so, right. I mean, if they have to push it back all these times, they want to get it right the first time. Yes. And so, I am so looking forward to the Apple headset. Listen, what about you?
1: the money ain't there but i'm trying to get it down y'all can help lie. us all right now look man listen i i'm so amped about this apple headset. i have been waiting for years i'm about ready to email tim cook uh craig federici and all the entire uh, senior team and be like yo check this out been an apple fanboy for years send that bad boy our way we need two we need <laughs> you Tim. Know, you can
2: be uh, fanboying. We need, we
1: need Tim, okay? Uh, so uh, uh, just, just in case, you know, just in case. But I'm really excited. And Parmalucky's saying that. I, I have a feeling that if he was the father, let's say, of the modern-day VR, that he had to have seen. He's like, you got to kind of have that. That person who's kind of started the fire would be like, "Yo, what you think about this?" You know. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling that he did see it. I don't know what prototype or what version of it he saw. There was a, a article I read where they, they had a little bit longer, where he said, "I haven't seen the most latest version of it, but I have seen a version." So even mm-hmm. if that means an older version was good, it's got to speak pretty well for what they're exactly. doing, right? So all right, we'll move on to our next thing here. Now, um, Google's trying to. I feel like they're starting to kind of come in a little bit more, step their toes in, just a tad bit more back into ARVR. You know, uh, they did Google Glass a couple of years ago and it didn't... Uh, We're not going to talk about that. It, it didn't go well, uh, you know. Uh, I think it was just way too early, just way too early uh, for that yeah. technology. So they're working on this new thing called Google Project Starline. What do you think about this telepresence-type device, uh, Joy?
2: Anything that will push the our platform forward this augmented space and to make it mainstream i am all for it because all it is going to do is push this technology forward and get more people into this space so i am super excited to see and i wish it much much success
1: yeah, I'm really excited about seeing it. So basically, they, they had a big... This was like a Google I.O. maybe one or two ago where they talked about this Project Starline and what it was, and it was a bigger display. It took a lot more technology. It was not as advanced as what we're looking like now, but it looks as if a person's sitting right in the room with you, this 3D projection almost, almost like a hologram-esque, not yet Star Wars-level holograms, but we're getting close. Uh, and I think this is the... If we're looking, if we're reading the tea leaves, telepresence is very important to big tech telepresence you know horizon home with the meta devices i know hcc got the vibe versus trying to everyone's trying to build this new telepresence It's, it's ruined with apple facetime and virtual reality or 3d environments and you know having this presence of a person you know and that's what i believe this is trying to nail down so we're definitely going to uh, have to keep our eyes on that speaking of google though uh they also once again are shining a lot more light on AR. I think this is a forthcoming, right? Because Google mm-hmm. and Samsung and Qualcomm are working together on a secretive device that supposedly slated for later this year, as at least an announcement. Um, and so they wanted to kind of mess around with the software, and they wanted to talk about these geospatial uh, creator. What do you think about this tool that they're trying to promote?
2: I Again, I am super <laughs> excited about it. I know I sound like a broken record, but I am so excited about all this different tech that we can try and experiment with and just make it get better. I'm just super excited for
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be really cool. So I haven't had a chance to actually mess with the SDK or the tools, but I have seen some space invader demos and things like that. And I think it's going to be actually really incredible what you're going to be able to do with this platform. And I'm I'm assuming this is going to be a layer for it. It's built on AR core, which is their uh, tools similar to AR kit for the iPhone. So I'm really excited to see what they come back with later this year as they launch that out. Uh, and the last thing we want to talk about for the breaking news this week is um, this guy. Okay, uh, this if you don't know is Andrew Bosworth. We call him Boz. Uh, he is the CTO of Meta, and he made he did a he did two things in the last uh, weeks or two. He's been making a lot of noise on social media. He likes to clap back at peeps. He likes to uh, kind of be like, "Yo, just just accept your loss." You know, when it comes down to certain conversations about the metaverse dying, et cetera, but. What is really exciting uh is that he actually made a mention on his latest AMA that he does on Instagram every once in a while where he says we're in for a big sea change with VR. In fact, he called it VR 2.0. Um so, you know, Joy, I got to ask you, what do you think is VR 2.0? I think that
2: is is the expansion of what's already here. You know, I really feel as though we are entering into this next era of all these different companies jumping into this thing, pushing the platform forward, really. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm
1: um, really excited about seeing, like, the mixed reality layer because I do believe he's really kind of digging more into Quest 3 being the next – Uh, platform, the the platform shift for them. You know, Apple's coming with their headset, with doing mixed reality things as well. Uh, And so, I'm really excited about what we might see as a VR 2.0 shift. And maybe we'll talk with our guests a little bit later, too, about what they think is coming in VR 2.0 as well. Yes. Yes. So let's get into our apps of the week. Joy, you know, this is your area where you love to have <laughs> fun. So what is your app of the week this week?
2: My app of the week is NounTown. Okay. I have been wanting to learn some new languages and whatnot. And so NounTown has really, really been helping me. And it, um, you can choose from Japanese, Chinese, Spanish, French, German, or Italian. Yes, all that on one app. Come on. I said the same thing. I was like, wait, what? And it's all those on one app. And it teaches you, and it has um, different stuff like numbers, greetings, questions, colors, and phrases to get you started. On. on learning a new language and being able to communicate okay. with other people. So, yeah, in different languages. So, I'm super excited about
1: that. One. I, I'm like, you know, can you speak a little, you know what I'm saying, something to me? You know what I'm saying? I like, I like when you speak in a different language, you know what I'm I saying?
2: I not. I'm just saying, you know, I have a
1: love language of you speaking in other languages to me. You know what I'm saying? But that's really cool. You know, it shows that virtual reality has another leg. It's not just games. You know, it's not just, you know, mixed reality capture, things like that. It's also education can be shifted. We think we talked a little bit about that last week, and a few times we had Dr. Morris on, who is one of the people who spearheaded one of the first HBCUs to have a Metaverse uh, College digital twin. So I believe there is a lot of big things happening in that space, and I'm excited about uh, more applications like this.
2: It helps you retain stuff by you doing um, things and tasks physically. And then also too, I thought that it wasn't going to be that great of picking up me, you know, really saying (laughs) the word. And realizing if I'm saying it incorrectly or correctly. So I did a couple of tests and it really, it was like, no, you did not say it right. You got to (laughs) say it right. And we're not moving on until you say it right. So it's, it's amazing.
1: Awesome man, all right. Well, I'm gonna have to test this thing out now. I'm gonna have to check this thing out, all yeah. right. So, all right, now my app for the week is actually an oldie but goodie. They just updated it with some really cool uh, stuff like the meta avatars. You know, I'm really in love with the meta avatar platform. Mm-hmm. And man, this thing 11 table tennis, all right. It sounds weird. Late at night, guys, as a stress release, I've just... One day I was like, you know what? I've never really played this app. I never liked the little cat avatar and the little mm-hmm. stuff they had in there. Like, I like immersion. I like to look like myself and stuff. So, uh, I got in and started playing it, and man, I, I'm not going to lie. I spent like 40 minutes one night just... Back and forth, back and forth, right? Uh, I haven't (laughs) been brave enough to get online yet. I'm just kind of going through the computer and training and learning how to play better. But the level, it's pretty realistic, believe it or not. Um, And so even though it's an older one of the one of the, really one of the first games you would probably even see on the Quest platform, Mm -hmm. uh, it's been updated so many times and they added some music and different levels and changed all the way the menu looks. It's really, really cool. So uh, shout out to the developers for that. So I'm really having a blast playing that as well and the last thing we're going to talk about is our cool new app or app update of the week and that is mash me up uh they came out with an incredible new update where it includes using your voice now this application is on app lab and me and joy have so much fun with this app (laughs) Uh, what do you What do you have to say about this app, Joy?
2: <laughs> I think that it is a great like date night game, and so and especially if you have other people or, or just a group of friends that you just want to hang out with and play this yeah. game, it's amazing. So y'all definitely check that out.
1: Yeah, so I'm really, really excited about what is coming with that. I think they have like a, almost like a Jeopardy-type mode um, that they're building with it as well. And they have uh, kind of like a poker game in there. So they've added a lot of things. But the main ingredient here is the microphone edition, where you can actually use your real voice in-game to make things happen. And so I see this as a trend a lot more in these applications. We're beginning to see this really change the sea of how we use VR with our Absolutely. hands and with our voice. So uh, really excited about that. Well, before we bring in our guests, we got to check in because first of all, we got to talk about this super chat game and drinks just dropped in here. Hey, hey bro. Just showing some love. We appreciate me. you brother. For real. Always being one of the first to tune in. Look, we got, we got hey. Vin Diesel in the Building saying family, <laughs> hey there. Hey, look, we'll, we'll accept it. We, we accept it, you know what I'm saying? We love it. Uh, Elvis <laughs> Show was talking about the Google uh project starline saying this is next dimension, that, that AR is fire. Uh, yes, we are yeah. super excited. Uh, they know the physics in that game was talking, I'm sure, talking about 11 um table tennis. So, man, listen. We got so much to talk about tonight with our guests, but I wanted to do a, a, a nice intro because these fellas uh, are have just become such a family to us, um, and so I want to first start us off by saying this: if you don't know who Alex and Skiva are, let me let me help. Adjust the room here, okay? (laughs) All right. So, Alex and Skeva are the amazing hosts of Between Realities podcast. Together, they have become one of the most well-known VR podcasts in the metaverse and out. If they are not nerding out on VR and XR Tech on their podcast, you can find them still fighting the good fight for virtuality in their careers. Alice can be found at Connect Contact CI, helping to create an even de- deeper level of immersion through haptics technology that will change the way we use XR devices. while Skiva can be found at Impact Reality Building uh, what building what I believe is a VR marketing powerhouse full of incredible content creators and content strategies to help uh, take VR apps and games to the next level, right? And so yeah. without further ado. We want to introduce our friends, our family, the amazing, incredible host of Between Realities podcast, Alex and Skeva. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> yo! Yo, You're yo, either. yo. Yo, wow. we are so excited to have you guys on the podcast. Welcome yes. to Get Them to the Metaverse. Uh, now, what This is our favorite, one of my favorite parts of the show. The reason why is because the beautiful Joy Rain gets to take the stage oh. and kind of take it to a whole nother level, so I'm going to relinquish this over to her so we can get the ball rolling. Let's go with All Joy right. Rain. All right.
2: Well, welcome guys, and so we're going to just jump right on into it. So, how did you first become interested in VR, and what inspired you to, to create a podcast together?
3: Woo wee what's up y'all first of all first of all thank you for having us uh this is awesome we are big fans of getting things done and getting them to the metaverse uh so it's a pleasure and an honor to be here with you both um second of all check out the shirt okay rep the thread you better rep it to (laughs) the metaverse all right link in the description below go buy it okay because you need it (laughs) in your life and in your closet that's okay. it that's it yeah. so um Don't so uh, anyway skiva how you doing buddy
4: dude i'm great man a little how yeah. am i not look look at where we are this is amazing things could be worse dude things could be worse <laughs> <laughs> all right so so joy rain has asked us a
3: question do you want do you want to take this to, to get us started or do you want me to or what do you think
4: yeah yeah absolutely i want to say thanks to you guys thank you so much for having us on the show this is one of the one of like truly one of the best podcasts i've ever listened to the amount of the amount of energy and passion you guys bring to this space is infectious and it's wonderful and i really really um love what you guys do and i appreciate you come on man the hype is real
1: you're making us cry buddy okay you're not (laughs) supposed to do that you're not supposed to do that right
4: now okay all right (laughs) All right. So, so the question, what was the question again? How did we get yeah, into VR? so how what? did
2: you first become interested in VR and oh. what inspired you to, to create a podcast together?
4: All right. All right. So, so what inspired me to get into VR was, was two main things. First of all, uh, when I was younger, um, this movie came out and it's called the lawnmower man and uh and (laughs) this movie just blew my mind and it like really showed like like this tech that none of us had seen yet right i mean there was there was really old you know the beginnings of vr that it started a you know a long time earlier but we had nothing like like we do like we did in that movie and we have nothing like we have right now so this movie came out and as a kid it just like enthralled me and I was so excited for VR. I then got to go to like this Future Expo in Boston, Massachusetts, like with my uncle. I was really young and I got into this this headset called the Virtuality, which was this giant headset with like a CRT screen, it was 20 frames a second. And um, and I got in this big ring with one controller, everything's wired, this headset is so heavy, it's like held up by like an arm or something. It was, it was absolutely bananas. But, <laughs> but for the first time ever, like I had felt like I had entered a video game. I'd felt like this this sense of presence that I had never experienced before. And I was so blown away. And the, the first experience too was actually a multiplayer experience. I got to like okay. go in with my sister who was really young and I got the shooter and I was like blown away. I was like, what is happening <laughs> right now? I'm like, in this game. And then ever since I, I've been like completely obsessed with this with the idea of virtual reality and as i got older it became more of a philosophical thing in my mind too you know of, yeah. of reality in general and it really just uh melted my brain and then vr happened like current day vr happened palmer lucky duct taped together uh the original you know, rift and come um, on for the duct tape then, yeah man and that was that was it dude i was i was instantly hooked i lost my mind vr came out i like had to like quit my job. Like I had an IT company, I got rid of it. I'm like, I can't do any of this anymore. I have to do yeah. VR. Like I, like it just completely grabbed me, like nothing else ever has. And I see the future of not where it is right now, but where it's going to be, and how many industries and how much stuff it's going to change. And uh, I just, I, I just, I, this is where I need to be. So I'm glad. Uh, thank you for being for for letting me be here because this is of awesome. To tell me, to tell yeah. my story. And uh, and Alex, you're up. It's it's pretty great
3: um you know i think uh my virtual reality journey kind of started um with the nintendo wii believe it or not i Mm. uh, was a big fan of i'm a huge fan of nintendo by the way and i haven't played vr in days because zelda's out so Uh, but, uh, I'm a huge Nintendo fan. I was playing with the Wii and it turns out that the Nintendo Wii is pretty easy to modify via software. You can just like hack it by dropping an SD card in the front and mm-hmm. run a couple of executables and boom, there you go. You've like unlocked it. And I was watching a lot of videos on YouTube and downloading all kinds of stuff. And I mean, this is when the Wii was relevant, you know, like I, I don't even think, I don't even know if the Wii, the Wii U was out yet. and. Um, mm-hmm. I was watching people do all kinds of cool stuff with it. And one person kind of swapped where the sensor bar and Wiimote is and like put the sensor Mm -hmm. bar attached to their head and put the Wiimote as the sensor on the computer or on the TV screen. And then when they moved their head, they actually were creating tracking head-based tracking on the, on the TV screen. And like targets were like shifting in 3d on the TV. So when I saw this video, it like really got my gears turning and it made me realize that one day like my, like a head mounted display is going to be like a real thing. And it's going to provide a level of immersion that we've never experienced before. Yeah. Um, you know, really the main thing being like imagining a first person shooter, like, uh, any first person shooter that existed before VR, like halo, for example, when you're yeah. playing halo, it's, it's almost as if your weapon is attached to your chin, because if I wanted to peek mm-hmm. a corner, you have to like actually go around the corner with your whole body to see it, right? <laughs> yes. And I, when I realized that a head-mounted display would enable me to like look one direction and fire in the other, right? Or or, mm-hmm. or blind fire around a corner by sticking my weapon out, I was like, waiting for VR. I was like, okay, I see what I see what's coming, and I cannot wait. And I started seeing videos of uh, like Mark Zuckerberg and his early and. In- involvement with virtual reality before he purchased oculus and uh doing like video calls and in, in vr like you know what kind of what we see today is work rooms and mm-hmm. um and uh waited for the right opportunity jumped into some demos did a best buy demo of a playstation vr and Come that on. really really Not got it. me going and then i went and bought some time at a vr arcade and uh jumped into a multiplayer experience there and awesome. it was rec room And uh, it was when I high-fived somebody across space and time and felt it in my hand that I was basically an all-in believer, both feet forward. You know, just high-fiving somebody in rec room, boom, haptic sensation hits my hand. I'm like, oh, my God, I felt that. Yeah. And that was it.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely love that. Um, That history, that rich history that y'all just shared with us. So going to Skiva, tell us more about Impact Reality and your mission to help VR developers gain more traction.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Um, so I have dabbled in some things in VR and I've worked for some companies. Um, and, uh, you know, I used to work for vertigo games, um, the creators of Arizona sunshine and after the fall and some really, really good titles. And, um, you know, I helped them with many things from, from location based VR services to, to, um, community management, um, some of their, uh, some of their PR stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. Just a whole bunch of things and helping publish, you know, bring, find them titles to publish and games to look at. And um, after a little while, you know, it's, I I was very happy to be working there after the fall was one of my, was my favorite game at the time. And is still one of my absolute favorite games. I really love that game. So it's great to work with, with games that I was really excited about. But then I realized like, like I'm helping this one company grow and that's great. Right. But I need. To rise, all of VR, like it all yeah. has to, to come up, right? So, so I, I, uh, you know, I've been going to conferences all this time. I've really been kind of building my network of of people I know, just because I, I just love going to to expos and meeting all the people that are making what I love. Um, these are the people I want to hang out with, and this is the tech that I love. Um, so, I've acquired this vast, you know, network of 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 people and knowledge of how how all of this stuff is is working and. Um, -hmm. uh, and I decided to go in with, uh, Eric Masher from QTC VR gamer, uh, and Jasmine at VR with Jasmine and, and create this company to try to help as many, um, VR studios and hardware companies as we can to find their audience, uh, to be able to like really market their games and market their hardware platforms and, uh, bring it to bring their stuff to as many people as possible. Because VR is a little different than flat gaming, right? So, 100%. so it's a, yeah, it's a little different on your strategies and stuff. So I really just wanted to help um, all of VR grow as many, as many studios as I could. So i um, been doing that and really helping uh, these places find their audience um, through everything from, from uh, you know, working with different influencers to working with the headset companies and bringing them yeah. games and trying to get all of these games these amazing games that we know about onto all these different platforms as well as standard pr marketing community building um all of this stuff you know we have great clients like Ghost of tabor which is my <laughs> current favorite game this game has completely like taken over my life yes and uh, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. we're able to find these games that people don't know about and go oh oh wow you know, let's bring this to the masses. And it's just been great. And I've been having a blast doing it.
1: Love
2: it. Awesome. Love it. And Alex, so tell us more about the uh, Contact CI and the work that you do with Haptics.
3: Sure. So, um, yeah, I'm uh, the Strategic Partnerships Manager at Contact CI, which is a multi-force ergonomic uh, haptic company and what I mean by that is that the approach to the haptic experience is one with multiple forces and with ergonomics in mind so the company makes a glove that uh, allows you to feel your hands-on interactions in VR when you're using hand tracking applications and uh, there's vibration actuators on each fingertip as well as force feedback restriction of motion via exotendons that run through the backside of the gloves and into the housing that rests on your forehead um, awesome.
2: Yeah, it's pretty cool.
3: Um, one of our biggest clients is the U.S. Air Force, so they use the glove to train their pilots in virtual cockpits in a way that is scalable and uh, repeatable and cost-effective compared to having to like put them in a traditional trainer, which can cost like hundreds of thousands of dollars to build and be difficult to move around. Um, and ultimately, uh, just like any type of like enterprise-based training solution where the controllers aren't cutting it, you know, like not yeah. everything makes sense for controllers. So people really wanna get their hands in there to like learn hands-on skills. And uh, that's what CI is all about.
2: Awesome, love it, awesome, man. love that, love that. And so for our audience who do not know you or may have not heard of you, um, tell us and let the people know, what unique perspectives and expertise do you feel that YouTube bring with
3: between realities podcast well you know if you go to our twitter page you'll see in the uh the little bio there it says the vr podcast uh, a vr podcast from the philosophical gamers perspective and uh skiva kind of touched on this a little bit earlier when, when he was talking about how it's kind of become this like philosophical discussion for him um yeah you know, when, when we became friends, we would just kind of like, hang out at, at, uh, Skiva's house and just like sit there and chat about just, just how profound this technology actually is, you know, Uh something that I like to say often is, uh, the R in VR is not to be taken lightly. And I really believe that, you know, like, VR stands for reality, folks, and that's really what these experiences are, where yeah. if you think about the nature of the reality we're experiencing, it's a sensory perception experience. It's the the light hitting your eyes. It's the sound waves hitting your ears. It's the vibrations that your nerves feel. So re- ultimately what VR is doing is hijacking your sensory perception input and yeah. literally recreating reality right in front of your face and Absolutely. that to me sparks all kinds of philosophical questions you know like what does it mean to have an experience right like yeah. i've spent all kinds of time in vr with all three of you you know and we've been doing double dates in vr with my wife and and with the with getting things done and we've been having a really good time um yeah, you know, we sure have. did did we do that did we go into a dungeon or not you know what I mean? <laughs> it's the defining reality is ultimately a conversation that is inevitable when you start to bring this technology into things and that is in my opinion what we do that not a lot of people are doing in the space is trying to have as many of these like deeply philosophical conversations as possible and hopefully starting to get ahead of some of these problems frankly that are going to start to be popping up in the future you know there's a lot of ethical concerns a lot of moral dilemmas that we're going to need to be kind of uh figuring things out as we go and the -hmm. more prepared we can be for that the better
4: so i I really i really enjoy um the philosophical part of this um but you know we can't we can't push the conversation in that way every time and we have guests on our show every week right um and these guests do different many many different things um from from make vr games to you know uh, content creators um to hardware companies so depending on on what they do we really kind of want to focus and dive in on them too right we kind of deep dive yeah. on how they got into vr what's happening in their life what are they doing now uh, what have they worked on in the past so we really do get uh get into a lot of the backstory of a lot of the different people that are really making splash in the virtual reality scene um you know some of those people are extremely philosophical too like like kent Bai or uh or carom or you know just a lot of different people that we've had on our show and we really do enjoy going down that road when we can um but yeah you know come on over and check it out we do our show from you know from a spaceship between realities and um you know we we fly in and we scoop up these guests every every week so come check it out
3: love it yeah if you think about it the name between realities almost implies our philosophical perspective right because like let's say you're going to sit down and have a vr session you stand in your living room and then you put on a headset and the second you put on a headset it's almost like you're not in your living room anymore you're there Mm -hmm. in beat saber slash in blocks you know so yes you're in beat saber but also, yes, you're in your living room. Like you're living you're like in <laughs> both simultaneously. Are you in both simultaneously or are you somewhere in between? In That's between. Right, and I gentlemen. love that. Between realities every Friday.
2: <laughs> Absolutely love that. Jayden, do you want to check with our audience?
1: Oh, sure. Of course. Always love to check in with the audience. Let me actually bring it in right here. Uh, so first off, we see Lisi was in here uh, talking about believe, Kareem and Kent with the xoxo <laughs> shout out to that uh rex said great point don't forget the rnvr for sure uh gamer drink said arizona sunshine is so fun and of course we had obscure nerd coming in saying yo buddies what's good so what up uh, andy definitely loved to see it and we are enjoying this so much you know i really think about when you talk about between realities not beyond realities hey so, there we are <laughs> but, but between uh realities you know there's something uh ever since beginning to watch a show you know I-, I told joy this when we when i first started getting really deep into vr you know i'm i'm big on you know researching the space so you know your show was already something that was going on when i first got into uh, vr and i was like man these guys on the spaceship they got you know I, I didn't even know what platform it was i didn't know if it was neos i didn't know what it was at the time so i was like man this is so cool they got all these cool devs coming on and it really does allow you to see the perspective of not just the reality that they're making as developers or people in the space but their reality of their lives you know um, and who they are you know you had us on you know shout out to you guys once again for having us on it was yeah. just a powerful conversation about, you know, what made us get into the space, but also why is it, what is, why does it mean so much to us? You know, why Absolutely. do we want to build down to that? So just love, love, love this conversation. Let's keep it going, Joy.
2: Absolutely. So the next question, we're going to deep dive into it now. So how do you all feel the current state of diversity and inclusion is in the VR industry? Who's first? Either one. <laughs> <laughs> keep Either one.
4: Man, so I don't feel like diversity is in the best place um, in VR currently. Um, you know, there's you go into a lot of these apps and, and, and Jadon, I know you've talked about um, you want to feel like you're you still. You know, some yes. people want to go in and they want to feel like they're a cat or an anime thing, right? Like whatever, whatever you want to be. But like, it's really important to try to like make everyone feel comfortable. And a lot of these social platforms, it's not. We're not quite there yet, you know. Where we're kind of, um we're, we just we need some more work in that field. Yes, <laughs> but yeah. you know, it, this is a very small. It's still small. It's still niche. It's still you know very few you know companies compared to video games in general right but i don't think that should be you know that's an excuse i think uh we just need to continue um to try to represent everybody to try to like really um make vr a safe and um really like good feeling place for everyone to come and hang out um and Absolutely. sometimes it's hard you know like yes. um so so, yeah, I mean, I think we got a lot of growing to do uh, in VR in general, uh, but uh, when it comes yeah. to, uh, if, if you're a zombie, then I think you have more than enough places to go and feel at home. Because it's always <laughs> <Yeah>. There's
2: always <laughs> <real>. a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
4: Well, you know, and it
3: definitely doesn't like, obviously, like diversity is like a pretty big topic, you know, like what, like, you know, what are we talking? Are we talking diversity in uh, your, the, the avatar representations, right? Or what about just like how many different kinds of people are professionally working in the space or are content creators, you know, or, or all of that kind of stuff? Um, yeah. I personally. And also
2: women as well.
3: And women, for sure. You know, I will say um, I have been a gamer my whole life right? Like I've always been a gamer. I've always been a bit of a nerd, you know, like if it's nerdy, I'm probably into it, you know, playing yeah. Pokemon when I'm younger and Nintendo and all of Come this on stuff, Pokemon. you know, for sure, dude, I love it. So I've always kind of been into the, the nerdy stuff. And, uh, I personally feel that VR is one of the more diverse nerdy communities that I've ever personally been able to participate in. Now, Sceeva is a hundred percent right. We there's room for improvement. You know, I, I would love to see as many different types of people as possible enter the space and come and like, hang out with us and do all of this. Um, but you know, joy rain, you mentioned women. I feel like every time I go to an event, there's women all over the place, you know, like there's women working professionally, there's women who are content creators and maybe, you know, the men outnumbered them, but I still, uh, feel like I have so many great friends who are ladies who've I've yeah. had the chance to meet through the VR. Uh, community. And I'm really, really grateful for that. Um, Absolutely. so yeah, you know, I, I want to see improvements. I want to see as many people be as included as possible in this. And I certainly don't want to be like the demographic that people, I don't know, like hold something against because there's too many of us, you know what I mean? <laughs> so hopefully we can get things uh, mixed up perfectly. So that way we can focus less on all of that yeah. kind of stuff and more on the thing that we love.
1: absolutely you know i'm sorry i wanted to say something there because you know it's it's important to us especially this podcast you know we talk about it every show uh is seeing representation and it is representation in all areas not just representation in content creation representation in in the in the boardroom representation in the developer room you know and knowing that this is an opportunity here's the thing if the way a lot of times this works is when you look up at the TV or you look up at a thing, you know, let's say you were looking at astronauts back in the 60s. You didn't, you know, as an as a African-American male, you might have been like, I don't see anyone that looks like me. So I don't know if that's a field I can go into. You know, we yeah. know later on, sure. Um, but as you look at VR, when I first got in it, all the major content creators, except for one person, which was Tech Manju, uh, was basically of a different ethnicity, a different race or creed. And so for me, it was a imbe- immediate call to action of I want to have someone younger than me be able to go to YouTube, type in VR and see someone that looks like them. Not so much because I want to capture uh, that person, but more so I want to show them that this is a route, this is a way that's going to work. You know, we started getting to the metaverse. It was very important to Joy. It was very important to me that it was representation as a male-female as well. Not just that married couple, because, yes, we see married couples in here, but a lot of times the VR date nights, things like that, we want to really push that narrative of of inclusion and make sure. So that's why we always want to ask that question on the show, and I know Joy has a follow-up to that as well
2: yeah so we're going to be switching gears and we're going to ask this question okay so what are some emerging trends and advancements in the vr industry that both of you particularly find exciting and promising what y'all advancements
3: looking in the space that yes. we find promising and exciting yes uh i mean apple getting in the space is pretty promising it's pretty exciting That's a pretty huge advancement, especially when, like you said, in the news section, you got Palmer Lucky tweeting about it. It's kind of a big deal. Um, So that's huge. You know, I'm obviously working professionally in the haptic space. So it's something that I kind of have my finger on the pulse of of more than a lot of other people. And I think there's a lot of room for growth in the haptic space. You know, right now, uh, controllers vibrate in your hands and that's, that's good enough, you know? And it kind of is good enough to be completely frank. Like it works mm-hmm. for a lot of the intended use cases. But like I said earlier, we're talking about recreating reality and the sense yeah. of touch is arguably the most important sense you have. So mm. as, as haptics improve, um, I think it's going to just dramatically in, increase the level of realism that we have in our VR experiences. And uh, I'm hoping to be a part of that as, as things continue to grow.
4: Awesome. Yeah. I but know I think I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go with uh I have two things that excite me here. And um I don't want to steal um Alex's Apple answer, but I'm gonna a little bit because <laughs> I think I think you know this I I'm part of all these chats and I see content creators talking about like oh Apple does it really, does this really matter? People are gonna buy a three thousand dollar headset. I feel like a lot of people truly don't maybe understand what Apple's going to bring to the table here. This is a $3 trillion company that makes things for, for, for people that they don't know they want yet. Right? Everyone just remember it's hard to think back to the day before the iPhone or smartphones, right? Mm -hmm. You think back and you look at like, like, yeah, there was some smart E type stuff, right? There was like the, the Palm pilot and some really, stuff that didn't work very well it wasn't very compelling it was like it was really only used by a handful of people because they saw the potential in the future of what it might be and then apple came out and they're like oh we're gonna make this this phone and everyone's like apple's making a phone we're a bunch of dum dums. like they don't know what they're doing right and then all of a sudden everyone in the world has one it's it's (laughs) not apple then then came out with the ipad and like no one like steve jobs walks out on the stage and he's like check this out no one even clapped it was really embarrassing. Right. And he was like, no, uh-huh. seriously, when you guys get this in your hands, you're going to think different. Now everyone's got an iPad. It's absolutely yeah. nuts. You know, Tim Cook talks about how, how the one thing that he sees that's really exciting in the future is spatial computing. Yeah. And it's this untapped thing. And all we really know of it right now is games, right? And games are uh-huh. great games are my favorite thing ever. Like it's what got me into to technology in general. It's what like has driven kind of my life into where I am right now. And it's what brings me the most joy. So I love games. But at the same time, what Apple brings to this is they have a full ecosystem of apps that are integrated into everyone's lives right now. Yes. They know how to yeah. make sexy, sleek tech that people want to use. They know how to make really good uis and and interfaces that anyone can pick up from a four-year-old to a 90-year-old and they can figure out how to use it now yes. one of the things i hear most about meta and the quest from a lot of people that aren't tech savvy is they can't figure out the menus they don't know what they're doing they can they don't know what's happening with the systems and the menus mm-hmm. and all this stuff and they have a really hard time with it i think apple's going to change all that I think that we're gonna see a lot of everyday life things starting to be integrated into the tech. Whether, and oh, this yeah. is, please keep in mind that this is going to be a very expensive dev kit. This is gonna yes. be something that, that is gonna come out way above you know, most of our price points that we wanna spend on something like this. But it's gonna be so developers and companies that are more forward thinking can take this and then build on it. So as the tech mm-hmm. gets cheaper and cheaper, um, the, in, the, the the infrastructure and all of the things on it will already be there. It'll already be a compelling experience for all these people to buy into. The other thing is like, people are gonna walk into all kinds of people, all from all over the country, all over the world, walk into Apple stores. They go looking for phones, they go to like, you know, get help with the computer, yeah. maybe find a new program, right? And they all walk in and they gotta wait for a minute and everyone plays with the new phones. They oh, all yes. play with the new tech. People that have no idea that VR is even a thing, or that Come AR on, or is a thing, they're gonna be like, what is this? They're yes. gonna put that, that headset on their face for the first time. They're gonna have their minds melted, and they're gonna be able to <laughs> see like this potential of spatial computing, virtual and mixed reality that yes. they had no idea even existed. Like we're in this bubble, so we think everyone knows about this stuff. Very true. But Oh, you know what i mean people yeah. people all the time they're like oh yeah I heard you know maybe they've heard of the quest and they're like eh, i put it on and like i couldn't see my kid and i was tripping over the dog and i got motion sick and like you're like oh man dang <laughs> it but like apple right you're gonna be able to you get like this thing has a laptop chip in it this is not a cell phone processor preach. No, preach. Right? yeah this thing has like full, super, super high definition screens, really high def color pass through, right? People are gonna put this on, they're gonna be able to like, like you're gonna be hanging out, doing whatever. Boom, there's your text messaging popping up. Oh, I should check, I should check, you know, mom needs this, they're gonna like, you know, maybe maybe they need to to go somewhere and they see like a line drawn with arrows to get them to where they need to be. You know, I I don't know that people will be in the grocery stores with these things yet, but eventually they will. will. And they'll be like,
3: no, and also you're talking about this, like you mentioned earlier, like this is going to be an expensive dev kit. You know, so many people talk about iPhone, mm-hmm. the iPhone moment, right? Like, uh, here in the chat, I saw somebody mention, like, um, uh, Rex mentioned that is like an iPhone moment. And you know, you said you kind of started with the iPhone too, but for me, it almost like if, from my perspective, from where I'm sitting, it started with the iPod, like yeah. iPod yeah. Oh, yeah. blew my yeah. mind. Like that was the <laughs> craziest thing ever. Like I threw out all my CDs, like instantly changed. The and game, then it was you know? a
2: symbol when they saw those white ear ear strings like just hanging from you it's like it was a symbol of i got the real thing this is this is it
3: yeah the iphone to me is like the next step after the ipod so if this is the the dev kit if this is the first ipod imagine what that evolves into it becomes the iphone right so this is their Mm -hmm. very first headset it's going to look like ancient after 10 15 years you know like yeah it's crazy when you see those first ipods with like the black and white screen and like the dial on it and stuff it's it's almost laughable when you realize where they've gone with this technology (laughs) that's like what like gets me like like future tripping and i'm like oh my gosh bro like in five years 10 years like things are going to be incredible
4: for yes, sure people, people might eventually not go to apple to buy a laptop anymore why 100%. exactly are you going to want a laptop that you have to fold up put in your backpack take it out squint at the screen prop it up in front of you on an airplane try to smush it between the seat and thing when you can yeah. just put on these glasses have yeah. 47 different screens if you want have a massive cinema yes. display <laughs> be able to like, do all of this work do these things bring people into your space go to other people's spaces. Do all of the things that you want to do in everyday life, but with glasses. Like this is a laptop replacement, where you know where the the Quest you know has a cell phone chip in it and it can do some things. And and Meta always says we want to be the Chromebook, and Apple's like we want to be the MacBook on your face. Yes. So this is going to be practical. It's going to do things that normal everyday people want to do. Grandma doesn't want to go shoot zombies. She wants to like <laughs> with her kid, you know, see see her grandkid from across the country, you know, like you're gonna be able to do a lot of amazing practical things with this headset. And the people who go out and buy Apple typically like if you're gonna go and buy an Apple laptop, it's not because you're a budget shopper you know you know if you want something more budget you can absolutely go buy quest there's a million different options this is going to be super high end it's going to be for the people they're targeting their current audience who go and they spend a lot of money as it is but the main thing is that Uh it's going to introduce vr to people and ar to people that have never that have no idea what they're in for and so many people are going to show are going to see the future for the first time and it's going to be glorious you know i cannot wait
1: it's so crazy. I had to go to the Apple store today. Just Just so happened, had to go to the Apple store today uh, to swap out my phone, had a situation with it. And I was talking to one of the, the employees there. And I was like, yeah, you know, we was talking about WWDC. And he was like, yeah, what you excited about? I was like, ah, oh, you know, iPhone and iOS 17. But that XR device, And his eyes, like he looked at me. He was like, you really believe that that's going to happen? I was like, oh, yeah, buddy. this happened." <laughs> you know he was like he was like dude what do you he, he started talking to me like all low he was like where would we put it in here i said dude it don't matter where you put it, <laughs> it i said you didn't have a you didn't have an apple watch when when i first came to get the ipad from that store You didn't have an Apple Watch. You didn't have all these different Mac Minis. You didn't have none of that. So you had space for what you had space for. Now you got all these things in the same room. You're going to make room for this XR device. And I'm telling you, it's going to blow people's minds that you can literally walk up to a store and try this thing on and and go into the metaverse. I'm sure they're not going to call it the metaverse, uh, but I'm excited because it validates finally. And I know for you guys it means so much because Mm -hmm. it's about to validate something that we're all been just putting our all into the second uh, joy dance with the robot. The second, that's my moment. I heard, (laughs) I heard the boot up sound, you know, for me, I was like, "Whoa, whoa, Whoa, this is cool. You know, like going through the first steps, just, you know, knowing and seeing that thing, it really, really engages you to a level that we're about to step into, like Boz said, into the next, 2.0, 2.0 that sea change that platform shift where it stops being laughed at and now apple validates it and makes it something so powerful uh that it's going to really change the way we do things so man i'm i'm just enjoying talking and nerding out with you guys and looks like mm-hmm. the audience is enjoying it as well we had a venture game shout out to, the, to uh uh to oh my goodness i'm oh, sorry i almost had to sneeze you there. Got- Yeah. Bless you in
2: advance. (laughs) Yes,
1: yes. Uh, But shout out to uh, Vinci Games. Vinci Games. Yes, I apologize. My mind just went somewhere else. Vinci Games for coming in, and we had them last week coming on the podcast to talk about uh, Blacktop Who's VR. Which, by the way uh there will be a video dropping real real soon so super excited about uh that as well we had rex who is an incredible we had him on the show as well talking about we are seeing another iphone moment with apple vr so really yes. really loving that but we want to make sure we you know we, we're almost close to that time where we got to say goodbye but we want to make sure we ask this last important question that we love to ask our guests so let's take it away joy
2: Yes. So the show's called get them to the metaverse. How do y'all, and we already know, but how do y'all get people <laughs> to the metaverse?
3: Skiva brother.
4: All right. <laughs> so, um, I have a very similar passion as you guys. I love the metaverse. I use it in many different ways to hang out with friends, to make and solidify relationships and to grow those bonds with friends and people. And I have take business meetings in there, do all kinds of things. And uh, the, the platform I personally prefer is Neos. And um, yeah. I just like, for me, um, Neos is like a metaverse platform that's like being lucid in a dream. Like that moment that you realize that you're dreaming and you can do anything at any time, like anything. Yeah, at any yeah. Time. Yeah. But that is like this ultimate power that you have at your fingertips where you can like just transform worlds you can you can show people things in ways that they've never imagined um you know seeing reality or anything else i just mm-hmm. i love neos and i love the metaverse in general and i love all the platforms you know i, I i'm a fan of horizon and rec room and vr chat uh, but for me it's neos and that's where i really like to bring people <laughs> in and like show them The potential of uh of of what the metaverse really is and and no it's not a crypto it's not like it's not you know anything that it's not some of the the stereotypes that people see it as because of of social media especially people that have never put a headset on right and they think the metaverse is this crazy crypto thing it's (laughs) an amazing place and i really love to show people the future um so neos all the way
3: (laughs) Love it. and i'm a multiplayer gamer like i like i like to get immersed in a multiplayer experience with my friends and i like to take it seriously you know like if i'm in a in a shooter i'm like quiet i'm like listening for footsteps you know and i want people (laughs) who i can trust to have my back so i mean obviously you know metaverse almost implies like social App, mm-hmm. but personally for me, it also includes multiplayer gaming, and uh, absolutely, that's that's me. So, yeah, you can definitely find me in multiplayer lobbies, and uh, actually, less lobbies and more private events because, like I said, I like to do it with people who who I like and who I trust.
1: No, I love, love that. that. You know, we've got a chance to game with you guys. We got to go to Neos uh, with Skiva mm-hmm. and uh, Tribe Grey Wolves and. Uh, it was just incredible, had a lot of fun. Then we had you guys coming to uh Horizon and we we did all kind of stuff. It's so well, you know, I started digging back about some of these memories. Uh that, you know, Neos had a whole horizon world world uh where they even cut your body in half and everything. It was just it's like it's like, you know, come on man. You know, did you have to remove the legs? I had just I had just got was, legs and you and you took and you took my legs in Neos. Um But then being able to go and to do VR date nights with Alex and his lovely wife, Brittany, it was just it's just been like, oh, man, we've had so much time. Let let, let me say this. Alex is exactly he is so serious. We're in the middle of (laughs) Demio and, you know, he's like he doesn't want to tell us what to do. But then he's like, if I were you. Yeah, I, I, would, I, would, I would go ahead and pump that armor up, buddy. <laughs> and you know, it, it was I'm just like to really get a W. You know, I'm like, to he's like, he's like, he's like, don't hit that, don't hit that lamp over there. Well, you already hit it. Okay, well, do this instead. But I didn't tell you to do it, by the way. Uh, so uh, just having the blast, yeah, and you know, we had a great time. this this is what makes VR. There's a reason to, and I'm I'm so glad we're at this point in this conversation. There's a reason why uh, I believe VR is such a powerful tool because it allowed us to meet up with, you know, Alex and Brittany and Skiva and all the different people we've been l- linking up with across the country, sometimes across the world, and being right. able to have this moment of feeling like I'm in the room. You know, we played, uh, we was doing Forever Bowl, and for a moment, I really thought we were all together in, we in there. That we, alley were, together. we were in that bowling alley together. in that bowling alley dancing to music. It was, you know, what are we doing tomorrow? You know, you're getting pizza. I'm getting pizza too, you know. And you forget for a moment, especially with the avatars, you forget for a moment that this is virtual, that you're not actually there. And I just think the technology uh, as we advance, even what Apple's doing, what Meta's doing, what HTC's doing, it's just about to... I'm just so excited, man, for more and more people to get into the metaverse, you know? Yes, Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Love, Dude, love 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 you, you
3: guys are crushing it like you know i really appreciate Aww. everything that you're doing your energy like Skeva said earlier is absolutely infectious uh the vibes Aww. are completely on point you get it you see the vision uh and you're you're bringing the representation you know you're, yes. you're opening the door for others like you who maybe aren't yeah. involved you know and they're, and they're looking for those role models or those those community members who they feel like they can connect with you know um yes. you know Aww. to me that's that's never uh you know like different races creeds countries religions whatever all that stuff none of that it just doesn't matter to me like i just want to connect with everybody who shares my passion and uh, i want you guys to be successful and i want you to get everything that you're trying to get out of this and uh anything that we can do to help of course we're here in your corner so thanks so much for having us
1: you know, I love that. Thank and look, you guys we, we, so we much. Gotta, we got to talk. Brittany came through and showed up and showed some oh, love. Oh, shut up. Hey, Brittany. Our date nights have been the best and got me back into VR. So thank you both. Wow, that oh. uh, that hits the heartstring, you know. Uh, <laughs> that's that's something, believe it or not, that we really, truly had a a purpose with. You know, we were like, we want to see other couples. We'll do whatever it takes. You know, we, we're Love Horizon. We'll do whatever it takes to get people to come in there and, <laughs> and take a chance on it. And uh, just... Oh, man, I, my heart is full tonight. Uh, so definitely yes, want to thank
2: you all so much for yes. your kind words. Yes. Any last words, Skiva?
4: <laughs> oh, man, I'm just so excited that uh, that you guys, you know, had us on. I'm really excited to be here. I love that you are um, really pulling people in and showing them what's happening and getting people excited for VR and, and for, you know, metaverse platforms and social platforms and gaming and just. The energy you guys bring to the space, like I said, is just absolutely infectious. And uh, I, I hope you have a very long um, career and um, and just presence here in the VR community because you know we need we need more people like Jay Dunn and Joy Rain.
1: Man. Amen. Listen, man. All right, y'all, y'all not gonna start the waterworks in here, man. Listen. (laughs) Well, you know, this is our opportunity to also tell you guys that thank you so much for caring about um, having conviction as well. For making sure not just the big channels get seen, but also smaller content creators be seen to see and not just be on one side of that platform, but see it across the spectrum. We need more people like Alex and Skiva as well, because even though you guys have been podcasting much longer than us, every single Friday when you guys go live and that little door opens up, you guys are ready, you're amped, you're excited. There's a few times a microphone might not work, and we're all like, wait a minute, these guys no! are talking. What are you doing? Uh, you know, and so, you know, we love it. And that, that just goes to show the audience is all into it. And yeah. like, I think Show Freesy Rich said it earlier, the most. this is the most embracing community i've ever been yes. a part of i've done gospel music for god's sake uh so i have i have not <laughs> seen such uh a community of i think because we're all a part of this small niche you know and it's just something that we want to continue to build it's something that we talked with alana uh last week about uh was just yeah. how much we got to stick together in this space and continue to build that narrative that VR is for all and we're all Absolutely. for VR, you know? So, uh Joy, what do you have to say to the people?
2: I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in and hanging with us, y'all. If you really enjoy our guests, if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you put a hit of the like and subscribe and the thumbs up and everything else and make sure you guys... some fire emojis
0: for our special guests alex and Eva. make sure y'all
1: follow them yes 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 you've got to follow me and i'm gonna go ahead and say this man listen um these these types of shows really just ignite the fire even more for me uh, because I'm so, so in love with the VR community. And me and Joy both just from our hearts. Just want to continue to push the narrative of the metaverse forward in any way, shape, or form. And being able to have two of the most iconic podcast leaders on yes. the platform with us today just means a lot. Because I grew up in VR watching you guys. And to have you on uh, is it's just, it's just incredible. So thank y'all again for that. And thank you again, of course... To the audience that was tuned in the entire time. Once again, game and drink. You know, Brittany again with the hi guys. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, we got to get our date night. You know, I gotta get into the day night in here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but now, nah, so thank you again for watching the Get Them to the Metaverse podcast, as well as make sure you subscribe to Between Realities. They have their show every Friday at four o'clock central, but around uh, five Eastern. Uh, that sounds and- right. Yeah, and then six (laughs) specific. So, you know, I I I, I'm a fan. You know, me and Joy, we logged in in. to check it. We we tuning in every Friday to check out that new season. So shout out to you guys again. And once again, thank you for tuning in to get them into the metaverse. We will see you next time.
2: Bye, y'all. Bye.